Welcome back to another edition of Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington. Whether you're listening on Fox Sports Radio 96.9 FM 1340 AM, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you're catching this episode, we're bringing you, as always, the latest in sports news, entertainment, or music. I hope you're ready because a new episode of Beyond the Headlines is loading in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0, yeah. It's time to go beyond the headlines Cause I don't put in overtime just so I can headline Okay, now it's Fox Sports, I'm live with Renee Going hard every day, sports rapping every play Different segments for your favorites Coming at you daily with positive vibes Yeah, we some game changers Basketball, football, soccer With different interviews, you never know who may pop up Listen, only on Beyond the Headlines This is Beyond the Headlines <laughs> Only on Beyond the Headlines This is Beyond the Headlines <laughs> Only on Beyond the Headlines. This is Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington. Welcome back to another edition of Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington. I am excited to have a very talented, accomplished woman in sports and sports professional joining us on the show today. That's Regina Johnson, Director of Football Academics at Florida State University. Welcome. How are you, Regina? Thank you for having me. I'm well, I'm well. Just just getting ready for school on Monday. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, working in a, in a university is definitely, I'm sure, a around-the-clock, never-ending challenge for you. So yes. I'm curious to know, for your role specifically as Director of Football Academics, you know, what all are you involved in? Um, what all do you do, you do to help with the academic side for, for student-athletes? Um. Overall, I, I definitely have a team, but overall, it's pretty much overseeing the entire football academics at Florida State, um, just knowing where they all stand for our current student athletes and also helping and prepping our newcomers to come and have a smooth transition into Florida State as well. Um, a, a big bulk of it is pretty much um, updating um, degree percentages and making sure that everyone's eligible, but most importantly for me, on track to graduate. Graduation is a big, big celebration for all of us, just knowing that that's the, that's the end goal for our department. Um, um, but just a little nuances is just making sure everyone's compliant, doing what they need to do, communicating with professors all the time, um, just making sure that our student athletes are, one, doing what they're supposed to be doing and just assisting wherever need be, um, uh, just to make sure that everyone's on track as well. Uh, recruiting, we do recruiting. So we work closely with the coaches on day-to-day -day basis. It's just talking to young um, pros um, prospect student athletes just to come to, you know, obviously to come to, to, to Florida State and everything. Um, oh, goodness. There's just like a lot of little nuances, but I mean, pretty much the main goal is making sure all of our student athletes graduate. Yeah, so you had the opportunity to work with student athletes from the recruiting process to the moment they graduate. This is not a role that starts or stops ever. Um, you're working with them continuously and helping guide them, um, you know, to make sure that they're getting everything done, that they're moving along, that they're working towards graduation, you know, that their classes and everything are, are on track. You know, that is, that is a lot. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of nuances. Um, but, you know, I think something that, that jumps out at me that I definitely want to get into also is that, you know, you talk about, and, and I talk 
uh, notice you said this before our session or our conversation today, I should say, it's not just about helping them work towards their degree, but also guiding them on how to prepare and be better leaders in the professional world. You know, it's more than just the grades. It's more than just the GPA. That's obviously a big part of it too. But also your, your role, what you strive to do is to help make each individual a better leader in some way. You know, I'm, I'm definitely interested to know if there's anything specifically you do that or that you brought to Florida State that you try to um, use and implement that helps each student be a better individual once they step outside of Florida State University. I love that. I love that point. But yes, uh, the biggest thing um, I felt like I brought into it is one, holding people accountable to a high standard that I have um i have for them one thing that they have no problems telling me about that they are grown excuse me but a grown-ass man so they're just <laughs> kind of like okay well show me what that's about you know and it's just one of those things like holding them accountable to what they are supposed to do holding them accountable to the things that they said they're going to do and just meeting the deadlines that are required academically and professionally because we do meet with them they do have study hall they they, they do have um tutoring and just more so being where they said they're going to be at all times and so just holding to them to those standards those high standards that I've had and then also knowing you know I'm, I'm flexible I'm fair I'm flexible but I'm fair like you you know you can play with me once but try me again it's a whole different <laughs> story so uh, so it's just one of those things of understanding their growth and just meeting them where they're at but also pushing them to beyond because um, one of the biggest things for me for my students is just that my expectation for you as a man is to see you grow like you cannot be the same person I met you your freshman year mm. by your senior year like and that's the biggest thing and, and, and I take pride in those and I give them you know I let them know those um those growths too, because again, it's hard to kind of see those things. And I, you know, and just giving props when they're due, when that you see those little things and they kind of reflect and they're like, wow, I do do this better. Like, you know, and it's, usually it's communication. Some of them are trash at, at communicating, but we keep mm -hmm. practicing and keep encouraging and keep letting them know, like you, you know, it's important for you to respond because this is business. And, you know, and they work better at that. So and I'm proud um, for a lot of the guys to understand those concepts. Um, one of the programs that is already currently at Florida State that um, that I joy and love doing is called Life Leaders uh, Leaders Yearning for Excellence um, is a beautiful opportunity for especially our our student athletes of color to join and actually understand and grasp those nuances of being um, being a better person, being a better adult learning how to uh, time manage, learning how to do finances outside of, you know, how to do better with your money, but also learning stocks, um, mm -hmm, learning yeah. how to, you know, incorporate their, your, you know, understanding your bills and other things that we've, uh, it, it also one of the biggest things they love doing is giving back. And so just exploring those options that they love to embrace just to show they're giving back to the community, talking to uh, juvenile uh, students who are in trouble. Um, uh, yeah. The last program we did that um, that was a huge success was um, our student athletes taught to fourth grade classes via Zoom. Oh, it was adorable. Like so, they had an awesome. We had three classes: one for drawing, yoga, and um, leadership. 
And it was phenomenal. And the fourth graders loved it. So we just wanted to keep their, you know, keep them going, keep them motivated, see them grow and just see new passions that they may have in order to, you know, succeed beyond Florida State. I love that. I love that because I think something that a lot of times we unfortunately see in college athletics, especially some of the larger sports like football, basketball, that bring in so much revenue is that a lot of schools tend to forget the, the, the professional side, the personal side, the, the side outside of the sport, you know, right. who they are outside of being an athlete. They're a student athlete. They are not just an athlete. I was a division one athlete, but playing soccer was completely different in my experience than what a, a D one football or basketball player, especially on the men's side, what they're experiencing. So I like that you talked about the fact that you do have these programs in place to help them learn more aspects of being an adult, you know, yeah. stocks, um, you, the financial, you know, financial planning and, and guidance, um, mm -hmm. also being able to give back and help inspire others. You know, a lot of people really don't understand the value of how they're perceived by the next generation. So if you're a football player at Florida state, you are a role model. You are someone that fourth graders are looking up to. So now when you're coming to read to their class, you probably just made their, their year. So yes. I love that you're helping them give back, learn, grow so that regardless of which direction their life takes them, whether they do go play in the NFL or they do decide to step away from football, they're ready. They're prepared. Exactly. And, and that's something that I take pride in is just understanding them and knowing them as a human being. Um, other than a player. One of the things that I take pride in, maybe not many other people's do, is like, I, it's funny, I kind of, getting into football was kind of was just like a, um, it was it was a coin toss. Um, I'm not a football fan, actually, um, but I enjoy the students that I work with. I enjoy the human beings that I work with in every day. And so mm -hmm. just see them you know, work hard in the academic world, I know it's important for me to also support them in their world too, on the football field. So I do go to games and 10 games, not because of the sport, but because of actually my students and actually supporting them and having those conversations and seeing them grow and, um, and, and seeing them happy in the, in the space that they know that that's what they're quote unquote here for. So, um, but obviously my mission is for them to grow beyond just their sport for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And that's, that's great for you to be able to at least give back, provide them that support that, mm -hmm. you know, you are going to be at games and watch and cheer them on and be someone, I think that helps build that trust, that communication, because yes. it's not like you're only there to uh, get on them about their academics or, or anything like that, where you're more of like a parent type role, but you're also a supporter. You're someone that's going to help them um, take advantage of different opportunities to give back to the community and, and whatever it may be. You're helping them in a lot of different capacities beyond just being someone that's like, I think in my opinion, unfortunately, there's a stereotype that if you're working in academics for athletics, that you are more the one that's like making sure they're going to study hall, making sure their mm -hmm. grades are on, you know, and it's more than just that. It's more than just yeah, being the person that's um, ensuring that their grades are on track. Mm -hmm. But I'm also interested to know in your experiences, because I, I know you also have worked at the University of Louisville before you were at Florida State. You are involved in a lot of different organizations um, for academic and student athlete development. You know, is this something that you're seeing common across D1? Because I feel like there's been a shift. I'm not sure if it's just me, but as someone that's working in it, do you see a shift more in providing student athletes opportunities to learn and, and 
and explore different areas of being an adult outside of just their sport? Yes, most definitely. I've definitely seen a huge growth in, um, in, um, in, in, I've definitely seen this huge growth in the sport, uh, excuse me, in the student development world, um, uh, as far as like there being more job opportunities and job placement for that group uh, in that world. So, so that I guess just to kind of, I guess it's more so just trying to just just to expand out there. But I feel like it was also asked for a long time too, mm. of just trying to be like, hey, we need more. We need to expand on this. And this is this is something that we're lacking. It's always been there, but it's just interesting to see that it's more so being asked and offered for for our student athletes to actually come and grow and um, and just just do more, having more student athlete um, career fairs and having all those um, all these you know interest you know just particular area for these this group. So I definitely have seen a growth in that, and I feel like also too professionally, a lot of people in my world are trying to get into that space too because that's mm-hmm. what they enjoy more too as well. So it's it's definitely a high demand area um, that I see. Um, it's just more so I'm, I'm very interested to see definitely I'm, I've kind of noticed from different schools and areas of, you know, how has that, how do they capture those areas because it's actually awesome to hear from other institutions of how they intrigue their student athletes into those different into the I guess into the student development sector of that of that world so and then also too in our national convention area uh we actually morphed our uh, we actually in foray our NACTA cotton group in foray actually expanded beyond the academic world and included student development so it's definitely a huge growth nationally that we see mm-hmm. even from the top end sector because i know this more so um there's associate athletic director of student athlete experience and I'm like, wow, okay, that's, <laughs> that's new. So you, you definitely see the grasp of, of a chain of command, I guess, in that area of, of expanding for sure. Yes. Oh, I'm happy to hear that. And I definitely have been seeing what feels like a change and what feels like um, it's evolving and how how universities are providing student athletes a more well-rounded experience, you know, preparing yeah. them for anything, you know, that way if they are, if they are able to go play football, outside you know after college great if they're not that's also fine you know there there's opportunities for them to to grow and to learn as you said that student development piece is major and even the roles that are changing I agree there is so many associate athletic director roles that I see evolving I'm like wow what is that you know (laughs) but that's where I also want to get into your experience personally having worked through athletics and um for, for a number of years in different roles. You know, you are the director of football academics now, but you've also worked as an assistant director of academics. You've, you've seen the evolution of roles, you know? So for you specifically, how is this, how is this journey? You know, what is this journey like as a black woman working in, in, in division one athletics and in college athletics? And maybe there aren't as many that look like us. For all the roles that are evolving, I still feel like there's still catch up you know, there's still a gap to be closed for women, for minorities in these spaces of being more than just, um, you know, someone that holds an entry level role, but is more of an integral part of the department. Interesting. So, okay. So you're saying more so from the black woman space in 
in football in general or just in the sport in general we'll talk we'll talk football yeah we'll start with football that's fine I definitely agree with that in in the in the in the football in the football realm of especially as a black woman um that's something that I I'm glad to see to actually have that opportunity because actually I didn't even have the opportunity to even look it up to see how many black women even have the role that I carry even in the power five sector and so mm-hmm. um you got me into a little uh project that I'm going to look up <laughs> but um but definitely I feel like that is uh something that um, it's something that still needs to grow, but I'm super excited because I see that happening too, as well, as we are definitely growing into the diversity and inclusion world as well and seeing these gaps. There's a lot of gaps that are being noticed now because of the roles of the new roles of DN, um, the, uh, DEI and everything mm-hmm. or DIE, however, <laughs> that whole world. Um, but just for just for what I do. And I feel like it's just an open opportunity just to have an understanding because I feel like it is welcomed for, you know, black women to have this uh, position. It's just, it's, Ooh, you got me really thinking. Um, <laughs> I guess from the football sector though, as far as in my position in academics of just seeing what is out there and what's available mm-hmm. towards it. But, um, um, I do hope that we do have more women of color take on a director position in football and just understand that these are the needs for our world, um, just to have an understanding because at the end of the day, 80% of the football team, especially in the power five, are black men. And Absolutely. the great majority of them are raised by black women. And so the relationships and the genuine relationships that I build with them, a lot of them call me Auntie Gina. Because again, it's like so, so it's a beautiful relation that we established, but it's a little piece of home that they know they have here that they feel supported and they feel that, um, that somebody has their back, um, you know, off, you know, on the off the field sector. Cause again, I don't care for football, but we can talk about anything that they want to talk about. And I, and I feel like that's such a hard thing for, I guess, from other cultures perspective, like you have to come from a different place. But there's there's an unspoken thing that I can share with my student mm-hmm. athletes that's hard to share with other people, you know, that other people can't really have, you know. So and again, like I tell them all the time, y'all remind me of my nephews. I'm gonna treat you like I treat my nephews, you know. And again, and they understand where I come from with that too, of poor decisions that they make or the good ones and in praising those that were good, you know. Um, but as, and that's, I guess that's a deeper rooted of the situation, but as far as just in the professional sector, it definitely is an opportunity for us to be more involved and engaged. But, um, and I feel like that, it, I feel like it will get to that place and I hope it does get to that place or, you know, yeah. we'll show out, no problem. Oh yes. Oh yes. Well, I agree. <laughs> there is, there's something to be said when you have people in the room that look like you, that represents <laughs> what you represent. And now, you know, you can connect with them on some things that maybe you can't talk to about um, or talk to with, you know, for me as a black woman, I, I don't feel comfortable talking about some things with a man or some things with a white person or something, you know, like every, every demographic has a, you know, a cultural um, ability to connect in a, in a unique way. So yeah. I do think that, that that's what diversity brings. And that's what it does allow because there are different perspectives. There are different 
um, you know, ways that we can all contribute and, and be a part of the conversation. So I'm, I was, I'm always curious to know if there's on the academic side, I should have did some research myself too, but <laughs> on the academic side, just how much it's changing, even for women, you know, do you often see a lot of women in these roles? I don't know. I think that, I think it's growing. I remember back to even my experiences, there were a couple women in compliance or working in the, you know, with student athletes and academics, but it was way more of older white men. Yes, you know, yeah. that is, that's the common look you get in the athletic department. And as you mentioned, it does change things because you can connect with someone as, as auntie Gina, that maybe someone else cannot. Um, but that's, you know, something that we are currently, I think finally seeing a shift and even understanding that these roles are available. I think that's a big part of it too. It's just knowing yeah. that this is a role you can possibly hold. So for you, what made you even get into athletics? And I know you mentioned you're not a major football fan specifically, but you are definitely passionate about empowering and educating others. Yeah. You know, so what made you take your passion and to lead you to want to work in college athletics? Um, so I started my journey in 2005, 2009, when I went to University of Tennessee um, in Knoxville and worked with the men's basketball program uh, when Bruce Pearl was there. Had a phenomenal experience. I had an opportunity to pretty much dabble in every department um, as I was assistant, um, assistant to the head coach. Um, and I loved it. Like, I, I would not trade my college experience for the world um, because, again, it, it helped and guide me to where I am today um, of what I, you know, of who I am professionally and what uh, choices that I made. So, uh, um, so I had an opportunity to literally work in ticket office. Well, not working, but just to collaborate with different things for the coach uh, with the ticket office marketing um, developments event management, academics, ha had a whirlwind with that. Uh, unfortunately, in 2009, I graduated when the economy tanked and no one was having jobs. So I moved, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. I moved back to Atlanta and I worked in the work field, in the work world for, in the professional work world for like three years. I loved it, but I did not get that same fulfilled excitement that I had in college days. So I was like, I want to work back in college athletics, but which department did I want to actually work in? Um, one thing that I take, um, again, take pride in is even though I had a full-time job, I also had an opportunity to work, um, intern and volunteer with local colleges in Atlanta, just to see if I like marketing and development and all those things quickly learned. I did not like either of those, but I did love the academic part of it just to see them grow and become, you know, it's interesting to see those who were are not college ready, but just to see them have small wins academically. And I just loved, you know, just having an A on the quiz or getting an 80% an on a paper that they, you know, worked so hard on, you know, and just those small victories. I loved seeing that out of our mm -hmm. student athletes in Tennessee. So I reached back into my network and then um, a friend of mine was like, hey, have you ever thought about, you know, University of Louisville in Kentucky? And I was like, where is that? Like, I had no idea where Louisville was in Kentucky. Um, so, um, but I did a little research, got into their academic program, to their um, 
master's program in sport management, loved the program, phenomenal people, phenomenal professors, and also got the GA ship to work with football and academics. And I, you know, okay, cool, let's, let's go. And I was so mind blown about the, it's, you would think because it's majority black students, it's like, oh, it's an easy transition. The hard, the biggest thing that I that blew my mind were the was the number. I'm like, yo, you went from 15 students to 125 in overnight. Like, and it's just a whirlwind Whoa. of this. <laughs> yes, like you just like it's just say it like that. <laughs> right, exactly. So it's like 15 students and five coaches to literally 125 to 30 coaches, like or 20 coaches. And I'm just kind of like, this is a lot of people. Like communication has to be crisp on this whole end um but I loved my time at Louisville I became I was a GA hired full-time as an academic counselor to assistant director in seven years and I loved it and then you know Florida State had an opportunity I definitely was capping out at Louisville but I loved my students I mean literally last week is graduation at Louisville and I've been in um and I've been in um Florida State for the past almost two years and my seniors at Louisville just hit me uh just FaceTime me we're like we're graduating so it's the beautiful Aww. relationships that you have with them that that stays forever like and I and I just and that's what I love about it like these are not it's like even though we work with these student athletes for four you know four to six years of however they three to four years for football let's say it that way these relationships are forever. Like I still talk to students that graduate in 2015, you know, like just to check in, they have kids now. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, oh, wow. you know, it's just kind of cool. Just the, those beautiful relationships that you, that you created, they just don't end like that. Like, you know, and I just, that, and that's one thing I admired the most um, of my journey through, through all of this um, to where I am today. So yeah. Wow. That, that is incredible because as you mentioned, um, you had setbacks, you had moments where you weren't sure what was next. You had moments where you had to pivot or take a leap of faith, but you know, now it gets to the point where you are able to work in a role that fits what you were looking for to give back, to provide student athletes chances to connect with you and, and build those relationships that you, as you mentioned, go far beyond graduation day. You know, that's your, you're still someone they connect with and think to reach out to and update and still involved with them, even as they're becoming fathers and, and husbands. So that is special because, you know, as you mentioned from 15 students to 130 plus, um, you know, that jump is not easy and you were able to make that and, and still positively connect with each and every individual yeah. in a way that they're, you know, going to have those relationships that they cherish for years. So that is so special. I love that. I love that. And it's great to hear your journey because I think that there are a number of people that don't even understand that roles like this are possible. Mm -hmm. You know, you can still be involved. You're, you wear many hats, you mm -hmm. help in athletics, you're working in sports, you're working with student athletes, you're working to give back and do community relations with helping them speaking, for example, um, by reading to the fourth graders over Zoom. You know, mm -hmm. there are many hats and, and boxes that you're checking of the work that you do that it is, this is a possible career choice for everyone, mm -hmm. not just mm -hmm. older white men. Um, but where yes. can people keep up with what you've got going on? You know, if they have any questions or anything and they want more information, where can they reach out and connect with you? 
Oh, definitely. Um, one of the, uh, I guess one of my professional platforms is on LinkedIn. Definitely can find me there, Regina Johnson, or, um, I, you know, I socialize a little bit on Instagram. So <laughs> Gina J. Knowles on there. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Regina, thank you so much for taking time to join us because I do think it's great to hear about your experience and careers. As we always talk about sports, we talk so much about what's going on on the field that we often lose sight of all the great people like yourself that are working hours and hours on end tirelessly off the field to make it happen. So I really do appreciate you taking time to join us here on Beyond the Headlines. No problem. I enjoyed my time. What's going on, man? It's Mr. Newbury. Now you checking in right now to Beyond the Headlines. You know that intro at the beginning of the song? That's me. <laughs> I just wanted to come through and let you know what's up. But back to my good sis, Renee Washington. You already know what's going on. For sure. Only on Beyond the Headlines. This is Beyond the Headlines. <laughs> Only on Beyond the Headlines. This is Beyond the Headlines. <laughs> Only on Beyond the Headlines. This is Beyond the Headlines. With Renee Washington. That was Regina Johnson, a woman of many hats, and she is a sports professional that does a tremendous job helping students, inspiring them, encouraging them, empowering them, educating them so that they can be well-rounded individuals on and off the field. So definitely be sure to check out what she's got going on at Florida State University, but I hope you guys also had a chance to just see the, the different opportunities that are out there. I think that's something that so many times when we're growing up as kids or even as young adults trying to figure out what we want to do with our lives, what profession we want to pursue, what we want to do in the next five years. There are so many roles out there you can hold that allow you to tap into your interests, your hobbies, your passion beyond what we often see on, on TV as just the quote unquote glamorous fun jobs. You know, there are so many fun jobs that we just don't know about. You know, you could work in, in an athletics department. You can be involved on the academic side with helping students, you know, something that I hope you get from this conversation is that whatever your passion is, there's a job for it. You can pursue it. You can make it happen. You can get there. So I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. It has been a pleasure as always bringing you more content here on Beyond the Headlines on Fox Sports Radio, 96.9 FM, 1340 AM, and across streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Anchor, wherever you listen to this show each and every week. So hit that subscribe button so you can keep up to date with all the content we're bringing you, as well as to follow us on social media. Again, I am at Renee P. Wash on Twitter, at Renee P. Washington on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great rest of your day. Be blessed. Continue grinding. Continue on your path, your journey, whatever it is you're working towards. Make each day better than the last to get a little bit closer. Baby steps. Even if you can't walk or run, you crawl, but you keep moving forward because you're going to get there. All right. Thank you guys so much. I'll see you next time. Have a good one.